Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What's going on, everyone? This is the Go Long Podcast. I'm Tyler Dunn here riding solo for this uh, new feature that we're going to try on on the podcast. I threw it out on Twitter before the Packers-Bills exhibition game just to see if uh, this is something you guys might be into if you listen to the podcast. But mailbags are all the rage, right? So let's let's get a little Q&A going. If If there's a burning question on your mind, if there's something around the NFL that you're trying to get answers for, Myself, my co-host, Jim Monas, we'll try to figure that out with this format. So thank you so much for listening to the Go Long Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. We, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Our episode episode this past week with Doug Whaley actually is our most listened to episode yet. So uh, it's just great to see this thing grow. And, and I cannot wait to share with all of you our big plans for 2021 can't really hint at anything quite yet, but September 1st, if you subscribe to Go Long, it'll be right in your email inbox in the morning, or you can check it out, golongtd.com. Uh, Going to have a bunch of announcements for you with um, our plans for this season on the website, with the podcast, maybe other shows in the works. Uh, can't wait to fill everybody in there. So uh, thank you so much for subscribing, for listening, however you consume Go Long. And it, it means so much to myself, to our family. Uh, we just had a son, Serafito, a month ago. He thanks you. So without further ado, let's get to it. Got a few really good questions in here. Uh, first off, Derek Andrew at DFrance12. He asked, is Aaron Rodgers primed for another MVP season after toying with his team in the offseason? Um, that's the multi-billion dollar question. Well, Derek, I, I think you can expect more toying, right? I don't think he's done having fun with management. Um, found that Clay Matthews thing pretty interesting where he's hanging out with Clay and, and Randall Cobb, right? He told the story on the Pat McAfee show and kind of floated it out there bring him home, whatever it was, uh, joked about it. We all have that friend, right? We all have that friend who loves to live in that nebulous zone of, are they serious? Are they kidding around? What do they really think? That's Aaron Rodgers. 
That's Aaron Rodgers in a nutshell. He loves living in that place of, is he serious? Is he not? He can kind of pretend things away after the fact if he wants. Um, I don't know if we'll ever know the truth there. I think at the very least, he absolutely wanted to troll Brian Gutekinds as general manager. He knew that if he puts that out there on Instagram and Brian Gutekinds is scheduled to have a press conference the, the next day or whatever it was, um, he'd have to be asked about it. And he would have to stand at a podium and answer for something that he did on social media. So it's petty, it's small, but it also speaks to the uh, last dance, like Jerry Krause, like issues going on with this, this team where he, the best player of the team doesn't really respect the man running the team. So it could be a problem, right? I mean, I don't think there are really issues in the locker room. I think that Aaron Rodgers has really good relationships with his teammates. Um, they feel great about him. I mean, there's, I'm sure they didn't like the fact that he messed around with the team all off season and waited to the 11th hour to make up his mind. And, and rest assured, Aaron Rodgers up to that Friday before training camp began seriously considered retirement. I take him at his, at his word when he said that at the press conference, everybody told me the same thing that he seriously was thinking about walking away from football, at least for now, rather than play for the Packers, but he he's there. Um, I think, yeah, that relationship with the GM is probably just going to be bad forever, regardless of what anybody says. Uh, what does it mean on the field? I don't know. If, I don't know if much changes on the field. I think he'll be really good this year. I don't think he'll win MVP again. It's going to be hard to match that. They'll be in the playoffs. They'll probably win the division. They'll probably be the NFC championship game. Um, but he's also one in four in that game. He, he has fallen short in that moment again and again and again. And uh, I, I don't really know if, if, if he's able to punch through that moment, get to a Super Bowl. Tampa Bay is bringing back 22 starters. Just the uh, the odds are, are it, it, it's hard to get to the Super Bowl. It's just really hard to get to the Super Bowl. He's fallen short in that game. Um, let's see what happens on defense. New coordinator should help. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess if, you know, if, if that's enough for you to put up with all the stuff on social media and the trolling and the potential drama, if, if that one shot at a ring is worth it and they win a Super Bowl, it, it absolutely is worth it to me. And, and I've written about this. We've talked about it on the podcast. I don't think it is. I think if Trey Lance is fetching three firsts in the third, Green Bay could have written whatever they wanted on a sheet of paper in a potential Aaron Rodgers trade. Several first-round picks, several second-round picks, several starters. You had an opportunity to just drive the franchise in a new direction with Jordan Love, a quarterback who, by the way, didn't piss down his leg like a lot of people out in Wisconsin radio would lead you to believe. Looked pretty good against Buffalo starters surrounded by second, third stringers. Um, I, I think it was a missed opportunity by Green Bay. And hey, if they win the Super Bowl, I'm dead wrong, right? I mean, if you win, if you win a Super Bowl, nothing else matters. Uh, I think Philadelphia Eagles fans, right? They'll, they'll they'll take all this for that one Super Bowl they won. Uh, the, the team's in total disarray. It's crazy. I think Doug Peterson isn't the coach of the team. <laughs> he was just on top of the football world, uh, putting out an autobiography with with my buddy. Dan Pompey. I mean, he was this riverboat gambler, new age thinker of a coach and the Eagles completely fell apart. I don't think Eagle fans care that they fell apart. They won a Super Bowl. I get all that, but I think that you had a chance to really transition 
from one era to the next with a loaded roster, loaded draft capital, and a really good head coach. And they, they, they passed, you know, maybe they were able to get, get a lot in a trade next year. I think this is Aaron Rodgers last year. I'd be I'd, shocked. He's playing this year. I'd be absolutely stunned if he played in 2022, maybe they can get a lot in a trade then, but um, yeah, you're not going to match what they could have gotten, especially before this past April's draft. So I guess it's a roundabout way of answering your question. <laughs> I think it'll be really good. I don't think we'll win MVP. Probably win the division. There you go, Derek. Uh, Anthony Marino, he asked a similar question. Do you think the offseason, quote-unquote, drama affects Green Bay this season? Or do you think that they continue to be a contender? Yeah, I think we just kind of answered that. I think they are a contender because it's a really good roster. Um, they'll win a lot of games. They, they absolutely will. So we'll see how far they go. Uh, next one here. Mike Kickbush at the Bush 84. Good friend of the program. Great to see you, Mike. He asked, do the Bills win a Super Bowl in the next three years? Well, that is the expectation if you're the Buffalo Bills right now, right? I mean, that is what they're gunning for. When you pay Josh Allen that kind of contract and you know it's going to be difficult to sign anybody else. It will be interesting when Stefan Diggs asks for more money, right? Like he's going to want that contract restructured. Um, I, I would think the bills will bend over backwards to keep Stefan Diggs around as long as they possibly can. There's a reason you see those Allen Diggs political signs and everybody's front lawns in Western New York. Like they're both next level with each other. I'm going to lose Brian Dayball at some point. It's crazy that he's still a coordinator, not a head, head coach. So you're going to lose him. But you want to keep Allen and Diggs together for as long as you possibly can if you're the Bills. And that's the window, right? These three years, you have a roster you believe can win a Super Bowl right now. You came one game short. Did they address what separates them from that moment? Uh, to me, there two things stand out more than anything. Um, and let me know if you disagree and if I'm missing anything. Uh, I think, number one, the pass rush right? They, they need to get after the quarterback. I, I mean, Patrick Mahomes had all day to throw in the in that AFC championship game. And whether you're playing man to man against guys like Tyree kill, good luck with that. Whether you're playing zone against Travis Kelsey, good luck with that. I mean, him and Patrick Mahomes, they turned the game into uh, just freestyle basketball it gets creative out there. They just have the same brain and, and know where those weak spots are in the coverage. I don't think the answer is in the secondary against the Chiefs. I think it's up front. I mean, your only hope is to do what Tampa Bay did and literally have him running all over the field horizontally from the start of the game to the end of the game. And you don't really want to do with blitzing. If you, you know, you can blitz here and there, but that can be a death sentence. You have to get to him with your front four. So they've invested heavily. They've signed a lot of guys. They've drafted a lot of guys. I mean, you're talking Ed Oliver, ninth overall, A.J. Epinesa, second-round pick, Gregory Rousseau, first-round pick, Boogie Basham, second-round pick, F.A. Obata, who I, I think might be the best pass rusher of the whole bunch and is great all summer. He's going to be in the mix. You need this group to get after Patrick Mahomes. You know, they could have signed somebody. They, they, they could that money that they used for Matt Milano and Darrell Williams – and to keep their own this offseason, they, they could have went all in I, I, on a Bud Dupree. Leonard Floyd got a lot for the Rams. 
Um, who else was available? Matt Matthew Judon, I think, was available. Yannick Ngakwe was available. You had a lot of veteran proven pass rushers, guys that you've seen do it, available. And uh, this front office has done a lot well. One thing they haven't done well is draft defensive linemen with their college scouting. So you're trusting people who haven't necessarily gotten it right yet to get it right now. And maybe they do. Rousseau looks great so far. Um, if that pass rush turns around, they've got a shot. And then I guess the second part of this would be coaching. Coaching. Um, it was strange to see a, a, a head coach, a decision maker who by and large had changed in 2020, was willing to go for it on fourth and short, wasn't punting like he did in that snowball of a game against the Colts when he almost punted away the season late in the fourth quarter, right? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Um, they somehow win that game. And over time, Sean McDermott has kind of modernized his approach to decision-making, which gave you hope. And then they get what happens? They get in the AFC championship game. Your only hope against the Chiefs is to score touchdowns. You will not beat the Chiefs kicking field goals. And given the opportunity, Sean McDermott chose field goals. And his his theory on wanting to keep morale up at the end of the first half was, was ludicrous. Um, did not compute. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of Bills fans listening to this, Did was your morale high when they kicked that field goal at the end of the first half? To me, watching from afar, it's like they're playing to just not lose by a lot. And you ended up losing by a lot. So um, you've got a rare talent in Josh Allen, athletically, throws it through a brick wall, does things no other quarterback in the NFL can do. You need to keep your foot on that gas pedal all season long. You know, coach with a set on you. A Sam Cassell-like approach is what they need out of Sean McDermott. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Hey, they, in that preseason game, they went for it on fourth and short. Maybe he's working on it. Maybe he's working on it. Um, I didn't answer your question, Mike. You were straightforward with it, so I got to be straightforward with you back. Do they win a Super Bowl in the next three years? I'm going to say yes. I think they do. I think that they're really, really good. I think they've got a quarterback who's rare and it'd be tough post day ball to keep, to keep things humming. But uh, whether it's this year or next year, I, I, I think they, I think they punch through. I, I do. And God help everyone living in Western New York when they do win a Super Bowl. Um, all right. That's going to do it for now. Thank, thanks so much everyone for joining our mailbag. Well, well if you enjoy these, let's, let's keep them going. It's just me this episode, but I know Jim would love to uh, answer your questions as well. And we'll uh, do our best to, you know, share some stories that you can't get anywhere else. And boy, keep an eye on that situation uh, with Deshaun Watson. Boy, a lot of reports coming out this Saturday that Miami, they may be close striking a deal. Um, when it comes to Deshaun Watson, there's a lot of stuff that we probably should be talking about a hell of a lot more than the football, but the football player is, is really damn good. And um, when it does get back to football to see Deshaun Watson and Josh Allen and Zach Wilson and Mac Jones, oof. but to see Watson and Allen in that division would be a lot of fun for a number of years. All right, guys. Thanks so much again, September 1st, Wednesday, I believe a lot of news coming at go long, go long Thank you so much for subscribing. Um, we'll catch you next time. If you're on the podcast, on the newsletter, wherever you get us.